to the $100 MBA show. Better business goodness every day with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. And today's episode is a guest teacher episode. Today's guest teacher is Nancy Gathisha, and she'll be teaching you five best practices to simplifying social media for business. We all know how overwhelming social media can be. You don't know where to start, what to do, how do you keep up with it? Well, have no fear. Nancy is here. She's going to be teaching you a lesson on how to get your handle on social for your business. She's also got a very special gift for you that you can use to get your social media in order. Nancy Kasisha is a friend of the show, and she is brilliant. Originally from Kenya, now based in Germany, she's a digital consultant and an Amazon best-selling author. She's also the host of the Design Your Success podcast. Check that out and hit subscribe. I'm so happy to have her on the show today to teach you these five best practices to simplify your social media in your business. Let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Support for today's show comes from Excelsior College. You're constantly striving to transform your life for the better. That's why you listen to this podcast. And at Excelsior College, they believe nothing is more transformative than education. Excelsior is a fully accredited online nonprofit institution offering career-focused degree programs in health sciences, cybersecurity, criminal justice, business, and more. Excelsior's programs give you the flexibility to earn your degree on your time from anywhere you are. Visit excelsior.edu slash keep learning to learn more. Again, that's excelsior.edu slash keep learning. In today's lesson, our guest teacher, Nancy Gathisha, she's really going to simplify your social media strategy for your business. Some simple things you can do on a consistent basis so you're ticking the right boxes. There's so much you can do. She's going to focus on the essentials. I'll be back to wrap up the lesson, but for now, take it away, Nancy. Hey, everybody. I'm Nancy Gathisha. Thank you for joining me today. Today, I'll be teaching you five best practices to simplify your social media. So, let's get down to business. Now, the very first best practice is obviously join the party. And here's why you need to consider these best practices. According to Statista.com, 71% of internet users in 2017 were social media users. That's 2.46 billion users And that number is estimated to rise to 2.77 billion people in 2019. Now, the increased use of smartphones and mobile devices continues to make social networking one of the most popular online activities with high user engagement rates. You know how it is. We quickly scroll Facebook while we're stuck in traffic. We check into Twitter during a lunch break. We watch a few YouTube videos on the couch to wind down. For many of us, social media is part of our daily routines. And for some people, this routine includes scrolling the Instagram feed in the bathroom. But okay, I digress. The fact is, when it comes to business, these online platforms are the new billboards, which means social media is no longer an option, but a powerful cost-effective tool to grow your business. Now, any brand that's not using these free sites to connect with potential and existing clients is making a huge mistake. 
So let's look at three major benefits of why you need to consider joining the party and getting serious about your social media. The first major benefit is free visibility. Remember those 2.77 billion users? What are the chances that a fraction of those people need your solutions? Which makes social media a perfect place to position your brand in front of your target audience without being super intrusive or salesy. To quote John Janch, marketing is getting people to know, like, and trust you. And social media is one of the most cost-effective marketing tools available. And because it's all data-driven, it's really easy to see how your campaigns are doing because you simply monitor the metrics. Benefit number two is brand awareness. Now, people don't do business with companies per se. We do business with the people who work in those companies. And social media allows both small and big brands to not only attract, but to also interact with their clients on a personal level. Remember again the no like and trust factor? Today's empowered consumer wants to relate to the brands that they're giving their money to. They're no longer just satisfied with being put on hold as they're calling customer service. They simply go to Twitter and the whole world gets to see it. So besides marketing, other effective ways that companies can use social media are things like customer care, controlling your brand's reputation, as well as listening to and monitoring consumers and competitors in your industry. The third major benefit of being on social media is sales. Every business wants to hear about boosting sales, right? Now, when it comes to inbound, your social media content strategy can be working for you 24-7 around the globe, even while you're sleeping. And here's how. With an optimized sales funnel in place, you can drive both organic and paid traffic to either get leads or boost sales based on your objectives. Which brings us to the next best practice number two, building on the right foundation. Now, you might be getting excited right about now at the idea of getting, you know, leads and boosting sales, but slow down a little bit because just like when you're building anything, we want to start with the end in mind. And many people don't see the results they desire or they become disillusioned, confused, and end up wasting so much time trying different things because somebody said, this is what's working right now. Obviously, it's not wise to blindly follow someone else's plan unless you know what their big picture strategy is. It's imperative that as business owners, you and I determine our objective first based on the vision and the customer journey. Now, here are a few objectives you might want to consider. Objective number one is visibility. Your business cannot serve your audience if it's the world's best kept secret. Creating brand awareness content lets some of those 2.47 billion people know that you exist. Objective number two would be building your audience. You want to attract and grow an online community. Objective number three can be engagement. You want to connect and interact with your consumers on a personal level. Objective number four can be lead generation which is where you start or grow a subscriber base so that you can nurture them because people are not ready to buy the very first time they see your content on social media. That just might be the visibility stage and people need to see content. They need to see something between 9 and 15 times before they actually make a decision to take the next step. Objective number five would be marketing. Remember the no like and trust factor? That also needs repetition. And the last objective would be sales. 
you can convert prospects into customers using retargeting. Now let's move on to best practice number three, which is which platforms you should be on. So once you get clear on your objectives, it's time to focus on the customers that you serve. Because whether your business is B2B, B2C or both, can we all agree that not all social media platforms are created equal? So here's a general overview of what users do when they go to the most popular platforms. When people go to Facebook, they want to make connections and create communities. Instagram to inspire and be inspired. Twitter users want to inform and to be informed. LinkedIn is to build professional networks. YouTube is mainly to learn and to be entertained. And Pinterest is to get ideas and build relationships. And another advantage of Pinterest, it is also a search engine. Now, trying to be active on all these platforms is a recipe for overwhelm and mediocre results. So it's advisable to focus on two or three platforms maximum, but you can also have profiles on all the sites to secure and protect your username from imposters who might want to capitalize on the name of your brand. Now, one of the secrets of achieving better results is to get clear on who your target audience is, where they hang out on social media, and what their needs are. And these networking platforms are a perfect place to get all this data because people tend to freely overshare information, which works perfectly for us business owners who know the value of social listening. Market research has never been easier. Which brings us to the next best practice, which is getting more traffic, leads and sales. Now, if content is king, engagement is queen and conversions are their offsprings. Content is a great way to create awareness. You can use organic or paid traffic and you want to create content that educates, entertains, informs or inspires your audience. It can be infographics, branded visuals, videos, live streams, whatever resonates with your audience. For example, posting memes on LinkedIn might not be the best thing to do. You also want to create content that speaks to the pain points of your audiences so that they can raise their hands and want to know more about how you can solve their problems. Now, you also want to be consistent. You know the saying, out of sight, out of mind? That works on social media too. People are so, so distracted. There is so much information. There is content overload. And so if you're away for too long, unfortunately, your audience is going to forget you. So you need to have a content strategy that covers the basic objectives and then you can experiment with quality versus quantity. Create different posting cycles and again look at the metrics and see how things work. Some people post several times a day, others will post daily, every other day, weekly, bi-weekly, some people even monthly. But again, it depends on your strategy. Now, if you intend to go on a hiatus, you know, like Omar did, that's something different. You'll tell your audience, And perhaps when you get back, they'll even be more excited about your content because they missed you. Conversions. You always want to have a strategy and a well thought out funnel to convert your audiences and your leads. Now, remember, we're not building our business on social media per se. We're using it to complement other efforts. You don't want to build on social media because it is not our real estate, your website or your landing pages. That's where you want to be driving people to. Some people make that mistake of building this huge following on social media and then maybe one day they wake up and the page is gone. Or like the other day, Facebook and Instagram were down for a couple of hours. And what did they have to do? They had to go on Twitter to the competitor to announce to their audiences that their sites were down. 
That was pretty hilarious, but it should serve as a lesson to us business owners to always direct your traffic, direct your audiences to your email list, direct them to your funnel, direct them to your landing pages so that you have a way to connect with them and you have a way to nurture them outside of social media. So for example, every piece of content should have the the brand of your website or a call to action so that people remember not only your content, but they also remember a website in case social media is down there thinking, what was that thing I saw again? There's a special offer. But if you've not been branding your content, it might be hard to get conversions because people don't really remember what they need to do. Now, Facebook, for example, doesn't like external links. So here's a little tip I'm going to give you. Every time you post, let's say a blog post or a podcast or something, put any external links in the first comment and that way the algorithms will not hide your content. Because here's the thing, these platforms are free, but they're always coming up with ways to hide our content and theoretically they want us to pay to play. All right. So remember, always have a well thought out conversion strategy and that includes a funnel that drives people to your website. So to wrap up, the last best practice we'll talk about now is the elephant in the room, which is the time factor. You're saying, okay, Nancy, this all sounds well and good, but isn't this going to take a lot of time? Yes, it is no secret that social media can be a time-sucking hole. And in fact, many business owners shy away from using these cost-effective platforms because of the overwhelm and the sheer amount of time and stress it can take to even begin seeing any results. Especially if you're a sole proprietor, you have limited staff. But the good news is there are tons of tools that can eliminate the stress and save you time so that you're working on your business instead of working in your business. So instead of wasting hours looking for the right emojis or the right quote, you know, getting distracted by cute cat videos when all you wanted to do was upload that product launch video, you can take advantage of both free and paid apps and resources to automate and manage your social media. But remember, you can automate posting, but you cannot automate engagement. So you can use content templates. You can work with agencies. You can uh, use third-party apps like Hootsuite or Buffer. You can engage social media managers, either have them as in-house employees, or you can also hire them as virtual assistants. So to wrap this up, we looked at five best practices. The first one was join the party if you're not there already. We're waiting for you out there. Right. And then build on the right foundation. Get clear on what your objectives are and then create a strategic plan. Best practice number three was determine which platforms you need to be on based on what your business is and who your ideal audience is and where they're hanging out. Then we looked at number four, which is how to get more traffic, leads and sales with content, organic or paid. And remember to always drive people back to your landing page, back to your website. Best practice number five was use tools and resources to automate and to manage your social media marketing. These tools can help you to track so that you can monitor your return on investment and stay consistent, whether that means daily, bi-weekly or weekly, and you will see the results you desire. All right, guys, this was Nancy Gadesha. Now, if you want to learn more about how to simplify social media for business, you can visit nagasocial.com forward slash MBA, where you'll also find a free 30-day content creation template with done-for-you daily prompts and ideas of what to post in your pages, in your groups. Because a lot of people are like, okay, I want to get on, but I don't know what to post. Well, this is a 30-day time management 
and automation template that you can get started with while you're creating your strategy. Thanks again for joining me today. And now back to Omar. Support for today's show comes from HoneyBook. If you're on a creative business, you know how to make your clients look good. But if you're struggling with tedious administrative tasks, let HoneyBook do the work and make you look good. Listen, you know your craft, whether you're a photographer, a designer, a voiceover actor, a video editor. You're good at what you do, and that's why your clients hire you. Your focus should be on your work, on the value you're providing your clients, not tedious administration. That's where HoneyBook comes in. It's an online business management tool that lets you control your client communication, bookings, contracts, and invoices all in one place. If you're a creative freelancer or a small business owner, HoneyBook helps you stay organized with custom templates and automation tools. You can even use HoneyBook to consolidate services you already use, like QuickBooks, Google Suite, and MailChimp. Over 75,000 photographers, designers, event professionals, and other entrepreneurs have saved hundreds to thousands of hours a year. And we all know time is money. It's your business, just better, with HoneyBook. Right now, HoneyBook is offering our listeners 50% off your first year with promo code MBA. What a generous offer. Thank you so much, HoneyBook, for supporting the show and giving our listeners a massive discount. And payment is flexible. This promotion applies whether you're paying monthly or annually. Go to HoneyBook.com and use promo code MBA for 50% off your first year. Get paid faster and work smarter with HoneyBook.com. Use promo code MBA. Thank you so much, Nancy, for that amazing lesson. And thank you so much for the gift that you're offering our listeners. Make sure you check out Nancy's website, nagasocial.com. That's N-A-G-A social.com. And for the gift, go to nagasocial.com slash MBA. You don't want to miss out on that 30-day content creation template. Two major takeaways I took from this lesson that I want to reinforce. Different platforms, different uses, different needs. You can't just do the same thing on every platform. You can't just, you know, blast out the same stuff on Twitter as you do on Facebook. It's not always going to work. Sometimes it will, but you need to make sure it's nuanced for the platform or for the people that are on that platform. And of course, Twitter has a character limit. And if you're on Instagram, the focus is on images. You get the point. Make sure you make a note of that in your strategy. The other thing I love is the idea of consistency. Being consistent is important no matter what that frequency is. Once a week, every day, five times a day, nothing works when it comes to content marketing if you're not consistent, whether it's social media or a podcast or a YouTube channel or a blog. Consistency means you're professional, means that you take it seriously, and it also allows you to get better faster because you're producing this content advice, whatever it is, on a regular basis. Thanks again, Nancy, for that amazing lesson. Check her out at nagasocial.com and subscribe to our podcast, Design Your Success Podcast. It's a fantastic personal development show. Guys, that wraps up today's lesson. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss a beat. By hitting subscribe, you make sure the next lesson, the next episode is downloaded to your device automatically so it's ready for you to listen wherever you are, whether you have Wi-Fi or not. We're on every platform, Stitcher, Spotify, Tune in, Apple Podcasts, Himalaya, Overcast. Hit subscribe right now. And before I go, I want to leave you with this. Set a time aside to work on social media and try to stay within those boundaries. Nancy was joking about how people, you know, they check their social media on the toilet, all that kind of stuff. Don't let it consume you. Make time for it, especially because you're focusing on how this can help your business. Whether you spend 30 minutes a day or an hour, whatever it is, 
put it in your calendar and stick to it. You don't want to jump in and out of social all day long. All right. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll check you in tomorrow's episode. Until then, take care. Take care.